Welcome to Small Business Marketing, Then, and Now. A conversation with small business owners on how they marketed the launch of their business, the evolution since then and how they have pivoted during this COVID-19 period. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. More leads, more sales, and more revenue for your small or medium-sized business. Click FindNewRevenue.com to learn more. Now here's your host, Howard Walpoff. Thank you again for joining us to Small Business Marketing Then and Now. Again, I'm Howard Walpuff, your host, and it's brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. Today, we're going to talk about garbage. Now, garbage accumulates everywhere, and a lot of times you don't see it because it just kind of blends in, but that's not what the commercial property owners want. They don't want it to be there at all, and thankfully, Brian Winch came along with the concepts and an idea and has been very successful at it since 1981. It's America's simplest business and he's been cleaning up litter in parking lots for obviously decades and has been very, very successful at it. So Brian, welcome to the conversation. Hi Howard, it's great to be here. So let's get us started here. Why garbage? What what connected you with picking up garbage and making a business out of it? Well, you know, it's a problem and it doesn't go away and people thoughtlessly discard items from their vehicles or, um, you know, on a, on a daily basis, <laughs> you know, it builds and builds. I, I probably cleaned up tons of it uh, since uh, I started this business in 1981. So with that in mind, um, I, um, I, I remembered my, my father had done this on the side as well uh, when I was a little kid growing up. And he had taken me with him a, a couple times to a, a strip plaza just a couple blocks away from where we lived at the time. And uh, it was simple upkeep. Uh, he had a contract to maintain this property litter-free. So he would go in early mornings on a daily basis, and uh, he, he found the, the, the perfect tools to use to make this job almost as easy to do as going for a walk. And I remember walking with him and doing it. And in just a matter of minutes, we were finished the building, and, and uh, he went to work, and I went to school. And so I thought, you know what, uh, you know, let's, let's test the market for this. And, and like, I, you know, I often tell people, um, I, I grew this, uh, this side hustle, uh, uh, you know, with, with uh, very little education, money and skills and uh, grew it into a successful business that I still operate today. It's pretty amazing when you find that one thing and that one thing seems to be a good idea and actually translates into one. Um, that it must have been just re rewarding to see, hey, this really is building into something. Yeah, you know, I was I was shocked uh, that something so easy um, could be turned into a business and a very successful business. But, you know, with that in mind, I, I do understand a lot of people don't want to clean up after other people. You know, they, they uh, you know, that's not for me. I, I don't want to do that. But with me, um, I always enjoyed being outdoors, working outdoors, and I got great satisfaction seeing the results from my work. I mean, when I leave a property, it's it's clean. Uh, I'm providing a service that is valued in, in the community. Um, you know, although people would would think, well, I don't care how clean this property is. I'm going to drop my uh, my used coffee cup or my burger wrappers or whatever. But the fact is, the the owners of these properties they need these properties to be maintained. Uh, you know, not just litter, but you know they need the grass cut. They they need to make sure the building uh, uh, is functioning properly in terms of mechanically and everything. If you know for their investment to appreciate, so. 
So, uh, you know, uh, my service plays an integral part uh, in, you know, um, in maintaining the overall property uh, of, you know, for, for these property owners. You absolutely make it more attractive for the people who are renting the, the storefronts, but also makes it more attractive to drive traffic in to help those storefronts benefit and obviously then the, uh, the commercial property owner benefits. Yeah, and you know, it's the image. It, it's, it, it conveys the image and property management companies, you know, they're competing to manage these properties with all the other property management companies out there. So, they, you know, they have to stand out and they, they need to proudly say if they're going to have signage on this property, this building is professionally managed by blah, blah, blah company. That when, they, when uh, anyone drives into the property, they're going to see a, uh, an attractive looking property, uh, not just landscaping, but and how the building appears, the physical building, but also is there a litter on site? You know, is it maintained? Is it, is it clean? And it's a property that, that uh, the business owners expect uh, or the, you know, the actual tenants expect, uh, but also the, the general public. Um, they want to see a, a nice, clean, litter-free property as opposed to something that's littered in trash or garbage. And it makes a lot of sense. Again, appearance means everything. And you started this business and give us a little bit more about what you did to in this launch to market yourself. How did you go out there getting your first clients and how are you promoting yourself to get others? Well, the way I started, um, this was way back before the internet. So we had uh, the internet of the day, which was the yellow pages, the big fat yellow page telephone directory. So I just started thumbing through real estate management companies or property management companies and started making phone calls. Um, I guess it was called cold calling. And I quickly learned how to develop an elevator pitch and get, you know, introduce yourself quickly and get to the point. And I, I, I refined my elevator pitch where I was basically selling the benefits uh, or explaining the benefits of my service as opposed to trying to sell features or, or so I wasn't trying to sell anything that first phone call. It was to obtain information and, and um, uh, start educating uh, my prospect that, you know, this is what I can do. I can give you a cleaner property for less money. And I would love the opportunity to get an address and go out and take a look at your property and get back to you with a price and, and explain to you as to how I can give you a cleaner property for less money. It really does sound simple. And for some people like you, it is simple. Cold calling for other people is extremely difficult and challenging and they have a lot of fear about developing these relationships really on the run. And it's great to see that this really was a, a starting point for you that was successful. And um, I, you don't seem to have the battle scars that a lot of small business owners have with that initial cold call uh, operational experience. Well, you know, I, first of all, I'm an introvert and I had no sales experience when I started this in 1981. And so uh, I eventually wrapped my head around the idea that, you know what, I'm not f trying to force anyone into buying what I'm selling. I'm not trying to sell my service in that first phone call. It's simply to introduce myself and, 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 and obtain information. You know, am I talking to the right person? Who should I be sending information to? And that information is, is, is explaining how I can be of service to you and give you a cleaner property for less money. And so I'm selling a benefit the, uh, and the benefit uh, to my clients is like I say, getting a, a cleaner property for less money. 
And with that attitude, if you keep that in mind that, you know what, you're not jumping on these phone calls to, to sell anybody anything. It's just to start the conversation that eventually hopefully will lead to a sale that um, you, you can get over that hump or that fear of, of getting on the phone and making cold calls. It's really true. It's once you can figure out what your comfort zone is, that fear goes away and it's an adventure every time. And just like the building of a business is an adventure every step of the way, uh, let, let me ask you about the evolution of how you marketed because you got yourself your first clients, you started to develop your story and, uh, and rapport with, with people. Um, what, was, what was next? Was it all really development through the yellow pages and, and finding these people on the phone or were there types of advertising, the, the advertisements you were doing to, uh, to really promote yourself? Well, I, I never ad, I never had to advertise because you know um, I guess I used the power of referrals and and cust great customer service, you know I, I did more than I w said I would do. Um, so if I'm cleaning a property, um, if I notice some burnt out lights or a stop sign's been run down or or there's um, fresh graffiti that's been tagged on the wall or someone has done a fly dump, you know there's dump off a sofa at the back of the building. I communicate those things to my clients and they really appreciate that there's the extra value we're an extra set of eyes for them and so um you know they really appreciate that extra bonus so um property management companies you have to understand they manage more than one property so if we get our foot in the door with one company and, and they start us out at one they may manage 20 or 30 properties and if they're happy with our service they're going to start phoning us and say brian you know what we'd like you to, to give us prices on another three properties another five and uh, so all you, all you really need in this, this business is a handful of uh, clients to keep you busy making good money. And so, you know, so our referrals took off the longer we were in this business. And then, you know, as, as time, uh, the years went on uh, and the phone books started getting skinnier until they were, for the most part, phased out. Of course, there's the Internet. And so it's, it's easier than ever now to find prospects on the internet by doing various Google searches. And this, on the same token, you can be more easily found. Um, you know, a lot of people that, that uh, you know, buy the, my book that we'll get into later, I mean, I, I, I'm marketing uh, my book. Um, you don't need to go out and spend a lot of money to start on a website, claim the low, grab the low hanging fruit. And a good example of that is the Google My Business listing. And if you claim that, you get a profile uh, right away. Um, and if someone like a, a prospect, a property management company is looking for a, a parking lot litter cleaning service, you're going to show up in the search. So then now they can start contacting you and say, uh, you know, John, um, you know, I, I saw your listing uh, on, on Google and I uh, understand you clean litter from parking lots. You know, uh, send me more information. So it's right now is a great time to start this business or, or actually any type of business as it was compared to what it was back in 1981 when you had to start out. So you mentioned the book and I think that's a really good uh, segue to talk about that. So your concept really is not just to help you and your business and your family, but you really sought out to help other people when you saw what kind of concept and idea this was. So what was the, uh, what was the thought process about writing a book and what has gone into actually creating it and selling it? 
Well, it's, it's, it's really uh, an operations manual. It's not really uh, a novel or, uh, or, you know, a thin little guide. It's, it's actually uh, an operations manu manual. And uh, I, I wanted to make it really affordable to a lot of people that maybe are, are similar to the way, way I was when I was starting out in 1981 with, you know, not with a lot of money, education and skills, but want to work for themselves and, and feel good uh, about what they're doing. And so with that um, target audience in mind, I decided the best way to, to reach them would be in a book. And, um, and it's also my way of giving back. Um, you know, this business has been done very well for me. And I'd like to share this opportunity with as many other people as possible across the country. So uh, I've made it affordable. And I also offer free support. Uh, and I can do that because it is such a simple business. And if you actually decide you want to start this business, um, my contact information is in the book. I provide my um, phone number, office phone number, and my email address. And I have no reservations helping people out uh, with their questions invariably they have when they're starting a business, in many cases, for the very first time. And, um, you know, I, I put that out there. Well Something like that is really rewarding to hear, especially now there's there's... There's so much competition on different types of businesses and hearing stories like this of, of a business owner who wants to teach and help is, is refreshing. I, I don't get to hear a lot of this, which is, um, I'm sure there's more stories like you, but uh, I think you're in the, uh, in the, the, the shallow end of the pool. Um, to, is, do you have a good example of someone you really, who had, life challenges bought your book and your help and guidance with them has really changed their life forever? Oh yeah. I mean, on my website, there's several testimonials, but I mean, there, there, people are motivated to start this business for all sorts of different reasons. Maybe it's to pay off debt. Uh, maybe it's to, to put their kids through college. Um, you know, maybe some people, you know, want to just get rid of working the corporate world and they want to work for themselves finally. And, um, you know, I've got a couple of uh, brief stories where, you know, one, one fellow just contacted me right out of the blue. Um, and he said, Brian, you know, I just want to let you know, I bought your book five years ago and I started this up and I do this on the side. I, you know, that's, that's fine for me. I, I like the full-time job I have, but I go out and I clean up about four or five Walmart super centers every day. And uh, I put three of my kids through college. And I'd really like to uh, thank you for the opportunity that you made available to me. And, you know, that, that blew me away. So I asked him, well, can I use you for a testimonial? And, you know, sure, why not? So, um, and then there's another fellow that um, decided to do this full time. And actually, he, he was back east in uh, somewhere in New Hampshire, I think. And he was actually in the power sweeping business. And it was very competitive. But he, he saw the opportunity to kind of focus down and become more of a niche uh, litter cleanup service. So he bought my program and uh, um, he started scaling back on the number of sweeping co uh, contracts he had and started focusing and building more of his business towards the regular uh, you know, litter cleaning business. And eventually he got rid of the, the sweepers and everything. And, and this is all he does now. And um, you know, he said it was life changing for him. And it, it's such a simple business that uh, you can run this business from your home. You don't need a lot of expensive or special equipment and it works for a lot of people, but it also works for, you know, some people that maybe were in kind of like the industry to begin with. 
So we're talking about not a lot of equipment. Are we just talking about a, a broom and a, and a dustpan? Are we talking just... Well, well, pretty much, pretty much. I mean, you, you need a, a vehicle that can get you from job site to sure. job site. It doesn't have to be a truck, but something that's reliable. And then, yeah, it, it almost is as simple as, um, you know, a broom. And uh, I've got a, a special, I found a special tool. It's up on my website that you can see. I, I have a brief three-minute video that shows me uh, walking a parking lot and cleaning it. And uh, this tool just makes the, the cleaning so easy and so efficient and, uh, and, and so productive. Um, uh, but there are very, a variety of different tools similar to that. You don't need to buy it. I don't force anyone to do this, but I'm just, I simply point out, look, at, these are the tools that I found that work for me. Uh, take it or leave it. <laughs> so how often are you cleaning different parking lots. Uh, this is something that you, the, the gentleman who you refer to in the, uh, the example cleaned Walmart daily. Is this something that's daily? Is this something that's weekly, a couple of days, or depend on the size and, and, uh, and traffic? Yeah, it, it does. It depends on the size and type of commercial development. Uh, you know, a retail plaza that has a grocery store, for example, a larger one, and, um, you know, several businesses that tend to generate trash, like, you know, fast food restaurants and liquor store, et cetera, pizza by the slice. Yeah, I mean, they're going to require daily service. Uh, then you might have some smaller strip plazas that might have, you know, three or four businesses in it, maybe more professional in nature, maybe a law office, a dentist's office, you know, I mean, you, you know, they could be, they could require service three days a week. You've got small office buildings, maybe four or five stories. Um, again, maybe largely professional. Uh, again, that service two or three times a week. And it's not just the the trash, like the wrappers, the coffee cups. My my clients, my um, you know, they they're, they tend to be very concerned uh, with the other type of litter material, such as cigarette butts. And um, you know, you know, one thing that we have noticed uh, with the the pandemic that. Um, you know, the last, you know, several months was now these people are discarding the used PPE. You know, you've got used gloves, masks, sanitary wipes, especially outside grocery stores. So, you know, it's, we've never been more busy, you know, cleaning up certain properties such as the, you know, outside the grocery stores, drug stores than now, because like I say, in addition to the typical litter material, now we've got the, all of this used PPE and, you know, our clients understand that too. And, you know, they, they want to make sure that nobody pulls into their, you know, property first thing in the morning and is faced with seeing all of this material in the parking lot. It's amazing how things evolve. And it's funny where I really do ask the questions of how has your business evolved during this, this COVID uh, environment we're in. That's not the answer I thought I would get, but it's, it makes sense because I do see discarded, mostly it's discarded the, uh, the, the, um, the one-time, two-time use of, of, of masks being thrown down. I don't see any of the nitrogen masks out there every, every so often, but it does make sense that there are people who are discarding them because they didn't, unfortunately, didn't want to wear them in the first place. They did it and then someone gave it them in the store and they threw it down as they, as they walked out. It's, it's adding to the, some of the clutter that you have to clean up. Well, you know, it's a great opportunity, marketing opportunity too, for anyone who's in this business as a reminder or even a, as a way to educate the public. And, um, and with that in mind, what we did back in April 
uh, when we noticed a lot of this stuff and my, my crew, I was getting reports from my crew that, you know, Brian, you know, I, I'm noticing all this stuff, et cetera. So I approached our local uh, TV uh, um, news station, the, the largest one in our market. Uh, and, and I just went on um, their website, uh, their news tip line. And I, I pitched the idea of a story that, Hey, you know, uh, we're, you know, this is what we do. And we're finding all of this used PPE in a parking lot. Would you be interested to learn more? And within 15 minutes, uh, their producer contacted me and asked if they could meet me out at one of my buildings the, the following morning. And he, the guy had a camera, a camera crew out there and they were filming me and they asked me all about this stuff. And so the, a couple of days later, we were featured on the, the dinnertime news. And the following day, we were again on the lunchtime news. And it went on all of their social media. It just blew up on Facebook. We had over a 1,000 shares. But the reason we did that was we wanted our clients to see this. And, and it was just reinforcing the importance of our service, especially at that time. And at that time, a lot of businesses were being locked down. I mean, there was essential businesses allowed to stay open, such as ourselves, <clears throat> excuse me, but also like the grocery stores and, and liquor stores, etc. But we wanted to hammer home the point to our, our clients that look at, um, we, you have to maintain service at some properties. And, you know, to be honest, during the lockdown, there were uh, some of our contracts were scaled back a bit. But then when, when, um, uh, everything reopened, um, they reinstituted the full value of our contracts. And, and it's been been like that ever since. Now, of course, you know, now we're entering the fall and the second wave. There's talks and different places are are shutting down some businesses, etc. So, you know, we've been through that before. And but I can honestly say with this business, I mean, I've gone through several recessions and, and we you know, knock on wood, we, we seem to be surviving through this pandemic. And, you know, we are an essential service. And, and, you know, that material needs to be cleaned up. And you really are creating this, this great help for these, not just the companies that you are, are doing the cleaning for, but it really is, it, it's making a better place for people to go shopping and to, and to drive. I know, I notice when I see garbage all over the place. And it makes me wonder about the safety, the, 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 the concern that the business owners have for the, the customers coming in. And you add that to the incredible amount of concern you have for your customers and all the things you're adding to them. It's, it's amazing the, the value that you're really providing for the countless amount of people in this process. Well, and that's one thing you have to remember if you're you're in business or if you're considering starting a business. You you have to provide that value. Um, you know, you it's more than just selling a product to somebody or a service. Um, you have to go beyond, and you you have to get those positive review reviews. You have to have satisfied customers because it's you know if you you've been in business, anyone knows it's far easier to sell. Um, um, to your existing clients than to always have to go out and try to generate and find new, fresh uh, clients uh, for your product or service. And, and that's really the case. It's so important to nurture these relationships because you don't know where the next one is coming from one hand. And two, it's much more enjoyable to work for people that you enjoy working with and you have that good rapport with and you know it already. It's not trying to start something new. Um, I think a lot of business owners understand that and value it, but don't really go that extra mile to make sure that it's translating as well on the other side. It sounds like you have 
figured out not only the angles for yourself to of, of what is going far and beyond in service and how you're providing this for people, but you're teaching it as well to others too, and, and which is really uh, very rewarding for everyone around that's connected to this. It is. And, you know, that was the main motivation, you know, way back in 1981 when I decided I wanted to work for myself. I, I wanted to feel good for what I was doing and, and the, the value and the service I was providing. And, and I've been fortunate enough to, uh, to have experienced that uh, in almost 40 years now. It's really great to see how this business of yours has grown and the different um, opportunities you have found along the way to, uh, to grow it and, uh, and really help others grow. So I, I, I like hearing stories about small business owners. That's the reason why I have the podcast. But, but yours really is, is an exceptional one where you found something that is so, I don't, I don't want to understate it in saying so simple, but it's, it's, a, it's, it's right there in front of everybody. And sometimes some of the best ideas are really right in front of you. And you just have to have the, uh, the eyesight to notice it. So it's, a, it's really, a, it, it says a lot about your vision uh, to take something like garbage that's right under your feet and is an inconvenience when you've stepped out of a car uh, to, to make it into this incredibly successful, financially successful business for you and opportunity to, to share that knowledge and, and allow others to be financially successful as well. Well, that's right. You know, and, and um, I, I thank you for those kind words. And, you know, and, and I'll, I'll be the first to admit it's not a sexy business. It's not glamorous. But, you know, if you don't chase, like you know, a lot of people make the mistake these days to, to chase the glamour and chase the money. And uh, I say that you won't be successful if you don't enjoy what you're doing. You'll, soon you will lose interest. And uh, if you find something fun, I have a saying, you know, uh, be, be passionate, patient and persistent persistent and uh, you'll be successful. And that seems to translated in your business. So congratulations to you. And I really want to thank you for joining us today and sharing this amazing story with, uh, with me, with my audience. And I really hope it's something that resonates with, uh, with, with the listeners. Well, great. Thanks, Howard. I appreciated the opportunity. So what, what is the best way for people to get in contact with you if they want to learn more, if they want to uh, roll up their sleeves and get started on a business like this? Well, I, I suggest you go to my website, check it out at cleanlots.com. And um, there's a wealth of inf information there. And like I say, there's also that brief three-minute video on my homepage that, that shows you me, uh, shows you uh, what, how easy this, this business or this service is to provide. It shows me walking a property and actually cleaning it. And it's almost as easy to do as going for a walk. And you get your steps in. So it's even me. It's in this day and age when gyms are closed. Here's, here's your, your, uh, your workout at the same time. Yeah, you get paid for it. That's right. <laughs> even better. Well, again, Brian, thank you so much. And thank you, everyone, for listening. This was really great. I really enjoyed this. I really hope you get a lot out of this one. Um, again, this is brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. Go out. Have a great day today. And we will see you next time. This has been Small Business Marketing, then and now. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. Marketing strategy for the small business owner. To learn more, click findnewrevenue.com.